I learned that the charter infiltrated MI6. I had the flash out here. At first, I thought it was Yang, but I was so pleased it was you. Care's working for you? Your hands shaking. You barely nicked me. That was the point. Poison tipped. A little basic, I know, but it hits the spot. Welcome to Blockbuster Buddies. Blockbuster Broncos. Blockbuster Boys. Blockbuster Behemoths. This show is actually and truly and will always be called Blockbuster Buffs. Blockbuster Buffs. Because we like blockbusters and we are buff. That's the reality. <laughs> Super buff dudes. Just read it and weep, kids. Yeah, so uh, welcome to the show. On this show, we talk about movies. I am the most moving-watching of us. Joe is uh, the most cinema-qualified of us with his... <laughs> Degree and bachelor's degree in movie sciences. That's <laughs> basically it. That's yeah. That's that's it. You nailed it. He's got a batch in <laughs> batch in the sciences of the movies. Kinda. Um, <laughs> some like that. Netflix, be quiet. All right. Um, yeah. So we talk about movies on the show. We talk about all the different kinds of movies. And this season, we are talking about movies that are related to the Fast and the Furious. And when I related, I mean related. Is it related because if you make it to the barbecue, then you're part of the family? It's like Olive Garden. When you're there, you're family. <laughs> and so we were like, hey, what, what's this family up to when they're not, you know, gallivanting with their with their brothers and sisters, you know? Yes, what, are they, what are they doing? They're brothers and sisters in Vin Diesel. Yeah, exactly. In Diesel. Yeah. They're <laughs> <laughs> under the patriarch of Dominic Toretto. <laughs> what is the fam doing, you know? Yep. And so we try to figure that out every week. And by that I mean we look at, you know, other movies that people have done. So far we've done, uh, man, a lot. Fast and Furious 1, Pitch Black, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, The Faculty, uh, Fast Five, Bullet to the Head. Four Brothers. End of the Road, Four Brothers. Now we're looking at Giselle or Gal Gadot, and uh, we picked Heart of Stone because it's a recent release. And it is a a very different character. We we probably could have gone with Wonder Woman. Yeah. But I think I wanted to pick something that's pretty new. And Wonder Woman's great, don't get me wrong. But it also is almost a little too, like, flat of a character, I feel like. A little, a little mm -hmm. too one-dimensional. This was a good choice for a more, uh, like complex character and this is a movie she has to carry yeah. that's what we're looking yeah. for we're looking for the movies that these actors like kind of have to carry jordana brewster was hard because she doesn't really carry anything <laughs> but occasionally you know you get the ensemble and that's that's good too so today with heart of stone we're going to run you through a summary we're going to do our dunker defend as yep. per usual and then our quarter mile time that's the format for today's show heart of stone is a netflix movie that was recently released just this year, I believe in August, August 11th, it was released, starring Gal Gadot, um, Fifty Shades of Grey, and a bunch of other people that you've probably not heard of. <laughs> um, One of the, the, the dude who plays uh, the tech guy that's back in Charter, he's in a couple newer movies too. Yeah, wasn't he in the, those like Netflix zombie flicks? Yep. Okay, yeah. 
the art thief guy. Yeah, with uh, Dave Bautista. They really uh, play on the AI fear in this flick. Mm-hmm. Um, not in the same way that Mission Impossible did it, but in more of a positive way, which I thought was interesting. So, kind uh, of. yeah. Joe, you're here to summarize the movie. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I did not watch this movie this uh, this week or this recently, and also we did forget a whole segment um, because I had seen it in August. I saw it like early September. Uh, yeah, early September was in August that I saw it. And uh, I just was too recent, and it wasn't good enough for me to watch again. <laughs> but I did skim through it, and I have a good understanding of this movie. <laughs> Good enough. Idea. Yeah, that's all right. I'll rock the summary. Sweet. So, other than that, though, what else you watched this week? I'm trying to think. What else did I watch this week? I've still been grinding that Lupin. I was telling you about that French mm-hmm. French thief. That show's been great. Uh, other than that, what did I watch this week? Oh, skip. You're up. Skip Lupin. Love it. Yep. Lose Pond. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I watched a couple things this week. Okay. I watched the first 20 minutes of Backdraft. Looking forward to finishing that? that. What is Backdraft? Backdraft is a movie my dad loved growing up. Uh, it's an old movie about firefighters starring Kurt Russell. Nice. And uh, it's about how when you – I mean, Backdraft is when you open a door or something and then, like, explosive gases are in the air or like flammable things are in the air yeah but they don't have enough oxygen because it's an oxygen deprived environment Mm. so then that oxygen hits the fire and it like causes basically an explosion which is a real phenomenon i looked it up um but uh apart from that i did some other work for a bonus episode i've been working on and i'm almost done (laughs) i I think i just finished actually i think that's it oh boy i watched transformers (laughs) the last night Please do not watch this movie. <laughs> it is not worth it. And uh, I I did it for homework, but just for you guys, listeners, yeah, I watched this you movie. You don't have to. Uh, that's that's an upcoming uh, future project, but you shouldn't have to you shouldn't have to watch the last night. Just go ahead and skip that one. Go right on to Bumblebee. <laughs> um so yeah, that's what I watched this week. Nice. Nothing great. Oh yeah, a little bit of outer banks with Madison. That mm-hmm. was good too. Mm-hmm. Banks is fine. Never watched it. It's all right. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever watch it. Yeah, that's fine. So anyway, let's get back to it. The real thing. Sweet. We're talking about family here. We're talking about Gal Gadot or Giselle. She has a strikingly little amount to do in any Fast and Furious movie. True. Um, to the point that they like killed her character off in six at the end of six. Yep. Um, but she's Gal Gadot. She's famous. She's, you know, she's a big deal. She did get a handprint one time on her butt, so. Nice. That did happen in the movies. Yep. That was essential to the plot, too. It it really was. They <laughs> needed that handprint to get into the safe, Joe. They did. <laughs> How else would they have gotten it? I don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, let's just get to it. All right. Here we go. Heart of Stone. Heart of Stone. Go. Starts off on an Alp mountaintop casino oh, resort. And... Uh, Rachel Stone is there with her MI6 team. There's four of them, and they are there to kidnap, capture a arms dealer. So Rachel Stone for MI6, she's a tech girl. She does not work in the field, but uh, she and the other tech guy are in the van trying to hack into the system of the casino. 
uh, and she is not close enough to their Wi-Fi. They lose connection, so she has to go into the field. Uh, the two other operatives are out and about, kind of in the casino. They're all dressed to the nines, looking good. So she goes in, and she goes over uh, to one of the blackjack tables. She has no idea how to play blackjack, and uh, she gets some uh, some chips from Parker, who is played by Fifty Shades of Grey guy. Janie Dornan. Yeah, that guy. Fifty Shades of Grey is probably what I'm going to call him. <laughs> <laughs> so she's sitting at this blackjack table. The head security guard who she's trying to get close to just comes to her because he thinks she's looking suspicious. Uh, he comes over to her. She's looking at her phone. He's like, what you doing over there? Are you cheating? And she's like, no, I've never played. I'm just looking up the rules. I roll. Like, okay, let me help you out here a little bit. And then she wins wins big, that, that hand. All right, so let's be real, though. Uh, your excuses suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's my feelings about that excuse you came up with. <laughs> so from there, they're able to hack into the system. This arms dealer shows up. He goes downstairs to an even more uh, – high profile you got to be a vip to get down there and uh 50 shades of gray and the other operative yang sneak down there and they are uh they find out that these this arms dealer and the other people down here are betting on real life uh killing kills so they're watching real life missions of random like seal team six somehow they can hack into their video feed and they're watching them uh, kill people. So they're, like, betting on the kill count, which is pretty brutal. It's pretty upsetting. Yeah. And they, you find this out when the guy's like, oh, that's 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 Seal Team 6, which I'm like, how do you know that? <laughs> Was this mission published? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's it was pretty odd. It's, like, very rich, like, overly rich. They're trying to find an arms dealer. Did you mention yeah, that? Yeah, I did. Okay, cool, yep. yeah. But apparently he never shows his face, and so this is the first time he's out and about, which is why it's so important. Um, but I loved this beginning scene, to be honest. I loved most of this. I love the first half of this movie, actually. Um, I mean, and I actually did buy the, I liked the poker thing. I know I like talked, I made a little, I put a little clip about how it sucks, but it doesn't actually. I think it was pretty fun. Yeah, it was clever. Yeah. So from there, Yang uh, has this poison uh, file. She goes over, tries to walk behind the arms dealer, but one of his bodyguards catches her first, notices it. She stabs him with it. He passes out, but then a big old fight ensues. So they're fighting, shooting their their way out of it. The arms dealer uh, breaks out. Parker tracks him down, uh, goes through one of the tunnels, kills a couple of his bodyguards, and then drags him to the gondola. At this point, as well, uh, there is a third party that has broken into the MI6 team's comms. Uh, someone at the party. Yeah. And she basically has compromised their comms. She tipped her glass to Gal Gadot, I think. She did tip her glass. To, yep. Uh, Gal, she, and then she disappears. Gal Gadot goes out with Yang. They're trying to chase down Parker and the arms dealer to the gondola, but they get in the gondola first, and it's heading down to the bottom of the mountain. Godot pretends to have like a broken ankle or something, or just like sprained ankle or something, and kind of trips over. So Yang uh, bounces off with Bailey, the their other team member, and they start driving down the mountain in this like cool off-road vehicle. Uh, but then Rachel Stone pulls out another set of like little like calm things she puts next to her ear, and this whole 3D grid pops up of how the mountain is shaped and had like the best route for her to get down. So then we get it introduced to 
what she is actually part of, which is the Charter. It is a uh, underground, basically like all the operatives from different services around the world, MI6, CIA, blah, blah, blah. It's like the Kingsman. Yeah. Secret service. It's a secret service. It's a Not secret secret service. Not tied to a government. Yeah. It's the people that have basically defected because their governments were inefficient and they actually want to do some good. So hmm. the charter was created for that, and they have this really high-tech uh, machine called the heart. And the heart is able to use every possible camera or from phones, uh, from just like security cameras, everything around. It's God's eye. It's God's eye. Plus AI. Yeah. <laughs> Plus AI. So it can basically predict the outcomes of every situ- like every situation. So Godot starts. And it gives like a cool little probability too. It's not like God. It just is like you have an 80% chance of success with this. Like Han Solo would be real pissed about this thing. <laughs> you know, it's always telling him the odds. You know, to go this way, and that you know is going to increase the chances of success on this. Like it, it's kind of fun to watch her. Like she goes down the mountain, and she's like skiing down for a while, and then she gets to like a cliff and jumps off and has a parachute. Or she take no, a parachute? Yeah, she's somebody. There's a few guys up there paragliding. Yeah, and so she just like skis down, grabs it, like run, like runs off with it, starts paragliding down the mountain. Yeah, and it's uh, dope. And the whole time she's got, uh, you know. Den of Thieves guy in her ear. What's that guy's name? The the guy who uh, does the... He's one of the... I forget. It's something of hearts. It's yeah. like the Jack of Hearts, or th- I think. Yeah, and he is running. He runs the AI. Yeah. Basically. And so the whole time, he's just telling her, like, oh, yeah, Jack of Hearts by Matthias Schweighoffer. I don't know. <laughs> some German dude. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, so he's just, like, reading in her ear, basically, like, all right, there's there's guys who are going to intercept the team at the base of the mountain. They're not ready for it. They're going to get taken out. You know, they have a 98% chance of getting killed. She starts going down the mountain. They're, they're like, odds of living go up to, like, 80%. And then, like, 60%. And then she does. she's paragliding down the mountain. She gets snagged. And then they go, like, back down. You know, they like <laughs> get worse. Yep. Um so from there, she, she paraglides down, but it starts flattening out too much. She's running through trees. She has to go over to another part and jump on a dude's uh, ski bike. She ski bikes down to the bottom. Meanwhile, Parker is in the uh, gondola fighting this arms dealer. Basically, the arms dealer starts trying to uh, uh, like take him down, but he just can't. The uh, arms dealer's bodyguards show up at the bottom. One of them has a sniper. Sniper rifle, he's trailed on uh, Parker. Mm-hmm. Godot gets down there just in time to fight the squad. She kills them all, takes them out, and then Parker shows up in the gondola. He comes out, and at the same time, Yang and Bailey show up, and uh, Bailey's all confused because that team was there, and now they've just disappeared. And, but Godot can't let them know that she did it because it would get, give away her cover of being in the charter. Right. So she's not a field agent, as she, Joe said earlier, but right. it's an important note. <laughs> so uh, Parker steps out of the gondola, talks to the crew for a sec, and then goes back in. The arms dealer walks out with a foaming mouth, and apparently he took cyanide, so he killed himself. Whatever information he may have had dies with him. Because the chemist does all the classics. 
We do learn that later. Shh. <laughs> Don't tell him that. Oh, it's a secret. It's a secret. Who, so, who's he? It could be the Doug oh, Arms dealer. Right. Oh, you know? boy. It could be Parker. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, yeah right. I kind of did I a little bit already. already. Yeah. Whatever. You guys didn't hear anything. Although, I guess our intro scene spoiled it anyway. It doesn't matter. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> just whenever the show needs a little more energy, <laughs> just throw that out there. <laughs> All right. So We're starting to get too, like, you too know. Too detailed. In, yeah, well, no, into our own. Like, oh, well, you should say this, shouldn't say this. Yeah, you're right. Just a little bit of umph. Uh, they head back to headquarters. Go no. Head- yeah. No, no, no. What? What happens is Stone is out there, and she's like, they're like, oh, we're going to come up and pick you up. And then what's his bucket is like, oh, I don't know how we're going to get you up there. And it, like, shows all of these possible pathways, and they're all, like, take way too long. And part of it. That frustrated me is they don't tell us how right. that happened. Yeah, which I'm like, in one sense, good cut. Like we don't need to see her go back up the mountain. The other thing is, um, why didn't you just put a line in that says, "I could just take the gondola"? Because <laughs> obviously she could just take the gondola. They're gone. <laughs> That's true, but the gondola would be too slow. And once it got like they would get back up there before the gondola, probably. No way, man. They drove like. Like Hellcats down the mountain in this little thing. Like, they're going to have to take a road back. Yeah. Yeah. You might be right. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was a little bit of like a, all right, Cop out. come yeah. on now. We're not going to show them. <laughs> they just, and then it just cuts to black and they're back <laughs> at credits. Yeah. Uh, so they're back at headquarters. Their boss is pissed that the arms dealer is dead and that they uh, screwed up the mission a little bit and that Stone went into the field. Anyway, they get a bunch of paperwork. Then, looks like fun. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a lot of fun. It looks like a bunch of fun. <laughs> Stone goes to uh, the charter headquarters, and from there, HQ, uh, as I've affectionately termed it, HQ. <laughs> uh, she gets basically we we get as viewers a rundown on how charter operates. You have the whole uh, hierarchy of the King of Hearts. Her name is Nomad, and Nomad is. Uh, basically like giving stone directions uh and then she also talks to the jack hearts a little bit there anyway they figure out that the person who hacked into their comms her name is Kaya, and she is a uh, indian girl that is basically just like a tech wizard figured out how to how to hack in their comms whatever she's it's a at. classic new movie trope of super hacker <laughs> super hacker hacker girl i believe it was coined originally by uh the film hackers from the <laughs> early 90s sounds right checks out uh so they tip off mi6 they tip off her team that this girl is in lisbon so they track her down to lisbon uh they are there hanging out in their like hotel room whatever apartment area and they're having like a little dance party. They're just oh, trying. To I'm have sorry. Some fun. I made a huge mistake. Uh, it's a manic pixie hacker. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a mistake. Uh, that was a huge mistake. I should have <laughs> seen that earlier, and that's that's on me, guys. I don't know if she's a manic pixie hacker. I'm just talking about the point. trope, though. Yeah, there I mean, is the trope. the trope. She doesn't yeah. fit the trope perfectly. <laughs> but I just, I, I thought, I had a thought. I thought it was funny, so I was like, I'll just say it. That's pretty good. Because this is a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'll shut up. Yeah. No. I'll never break you again. <laughs> <laughs> I do that too much. Joe's Joe. The funny part about that bit is that Joe doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. It's my favorite. All right. What happens? They're dancing. Yeah, they're trying to loosen they're up. Dancing. They're loosening up. Uh, then. 
bing, bang, boom, bunch of grenades come in. They get uh, stunned. A kill squad shows up, and they're trying to take out the MI6 team. We did hand wave a little bit of just, like, character dynamics. Yeah. Um, It does seem like Parker likes Stone, but she's very aloof. Bailey likes Stone, too. And she's very aloof. Um, that's that's it. Yeah, we can. There, we don't need to know anything else a bit about of, that. Bit of chummy, chummy chumness between the squad. That's you yeah. Get some of that. Uh, while she's there, she does have the heart talk talking to her, the mm-hmm. dude, Jack, uh, telling her that she needs to get out of there. Uh, the odds of them dying are very high. She needs to leave, and yeah, and if she succeeds, her cover's blown. So yeah. Uh, it's a lose-lose so she jumps out the window in onto a little uh patio she's waiting there her team in, inside is getting shot up they're they're not not doing well they really look like they're gonna die and then her heart tells her oh like, she's developed attachment she's she, yeah she's got a conscience and she's like i can't i can't abandon them i can't leave them alone so she jumps back in she starts kicking ass takes down these dudes does some great moves Great, great hand-to-hand combat. Does some good shooting, uh, and basically defends her whole team. Her team like looks at her at, afterwards. They're like, "Who the hell are you? Where'd you come from?" So they jump in a car, start driving through town. They're getting chased through town. Uh, they're trying to trying to lose their tail. At one point, she like uh, swerves around this roundabout, and the cars chasing her run into these bunkers and fly off and flip over, and they get away. They made a comment about. Um, the other tech guy typically drives. His name is Bailey. No, Bailey was the. Oh yeah, it is Bailey. Mm-hmm. Huh, okay, yeah, he typically drives. They made a comment, like a negative comment, about his driving on the way to this place. And then uh-huh. she takes over. She takes the wheel. She's like, "I got it." And he's like, "Are you sure?" And then she just like shows him up. <laughs> so after they lose... girls roll, boys drool. That's the point. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> <laughs> After they lose the tail, too, uh, he's like, well, you can fight and you can drive. Okay. So they go over. They kind of abandon the car, the van, and they're hanging out around this fountain. And her team is like, okay, time to do some explaining. Who are you? How are you this good at fighting and driving? Like, what's the situation? Uh, and then the uh, – Bailey Par- calls it. Well, Parker calls it. He's like – well, Bailey's like he's been talking actually? about the charter for a long time. Yeah, and they're like, "You're actually part of the charter," and she kind of gives a little bit of a, of a backstory. But then, bang, bang! Oh, I should have building tension ready. Parker shoots Yang and Bailey. Oh, what? Out of the blue, and you're like, "What, Parker? What are you doing?" And then he, he and Stone get in a big old fist fight, whip out some knives. Parker's able to get a cut on her, and she starts uh, losing the fight because Parker has those blade poisoned. It's poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, these sound effects are distraction. Uh, so they have their little chat. Parker's like, I've been looking for you for years. I was trying to figure out if it was you or Yang. Uh, then she passes out. He puts a tracker in her. Her team picks her up, and she goes back to Charter. HQ. HQ. When she gets to Charter, uh, they're trying to bring her back to health. 
she knows the tracker's in her, but she's too unconscious to really do anything about it. When she finally does get consciousness, uh, she rolls off her little cot, whatever, and uh, digs the tracker out of herself, smashes it, but it's maybe too late. From here, Nomad, the King of Hearts, basically sidelines her. She is compromised the mission as well as her undercover status uh, and tells her to go home, get some rest. She's been benched. She's been benched. Turning your badge and gun. <laughs> exactly. So from there, uh, Kaya, Kaya, the Indian yep. girl hacker, and Parker meet up. They are trying to... Is this when she hacks into Kaya's computer? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so uh, Stone. They have like a little bit of a text, like tete-a-tete. Is that what that's called? Yeah. 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 Like, oh, you're you're not strong enough to hack me. I'm going to put a picture of you on your own screen. Oh, what? I'm attacking (laughs) you. It's crazy. Gotcha. She's like on a bus. It's a whole thing. But then, yeah, then more plot, like Joe's talking about. <laughs> yeah, please fill in the, the details. Plot, plot heavy over here. Yeah. Uh, so Kaya and Parker now use a helicopter to fly up to the blimp, which is carrying the heart. The heart is kept in this just floating in the outer atmosphere blimp. Uh, and it's usually too high up to access, but Kay is able to hack into the system. They use that distraction of them uh, having the tracker in in HQ or HQ. Yeah, my mistake. Um, but yeah, they use that to be able to bring it down to breathable atmosphere levels. Yep. So Kay and Parker take a helicopter up. They get up to the blimp and. Uh, bef- well, before that, they before they take off, Stone had hacked into Kaya's computer and figured out what her plan was. And even since she's been sidelined, she gets some friend who calls ha- in a favor. Yeah, calls in a favor with some friend that That's has the a other plan. trope. Yeah. Every spy person has got a buddy with a plane. <laughs> it's just re- they're just waiting, like they're just sitting there drinking beers, waiting to be called by their little spy friends to be like, hey, could you drive, uh, fly me here? <laughs> sure. Yeah. You got it's, it. It's, yeah. it's true. It's another, <laughs> I mean, I love these tropes. It's, yep. I, that's one of my favorite ones, actually. That's in, like, The Incredibles. Like, every <laughs> yeah. every secret agent has a friend with a plane that you they can it. get around. They've yeah. just done too many missions to not make a friend with a plane. Exactly. Extraction, friend yep. with a plane. Sorry. Anyway, yeah, this is not the movie cast. This is Heart of Stone cast. <laughs> so from there, Stone takes her, but her friend's plane. While well, her friend takes her up. Yeah. She goes up at the same time that Kaya and Parker are landing on the blimp, and Nomad back at the heart is figuring out that this is going on. There are no other agents in the area. Stone is up there, and she squirrel dives out of the back of this plane, falling to the blimp. And by using the the eye from the heart, whatever, uh, Nomad and Jack of Hearts can see that some agent, there's somebody there, squirrel diving in. They look a little closer, and they're like, is that stone? You better believe it is. (laughs) 
It's a little late on that one. <laughs> it is stone, guys. It's stone. She's there. She's going to save the day. She's squirrel suiting in. Does she land on the blimp or does she parachute onto the blimp? Oh, no. She, she goes underneath. She oh. misses it at first. She misses the blimp, goes underneath, but then like is able to catch an updraft to go up up and over the front uh and like oh. basically like crash land on top. That's that's pretty dope. It is super dope. It's not plausible. Not but at it all. is super dope. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it's it. It's very mission impossibly. Yeah. <laughs> so she uh she gets into the blimp. She and Parker get in a big old fist fight. At the same time, Kay is stealing the heart out of whatever machine it's in. How's uh, this organization going to operate Sans heart? Yeah. I do not know. When uh, when Kaya gets the heart out, all the uh, AI goes down back at, at HQ. They're like, well, Thank you. everything is in Stone's hands now. Uh, Stone and Parker fight it out. Parker throws her off the side of a ledge. Her parachute saves her but it tears at the same time, so she has no way of getting off the blimp. Uh, Parker and Kaya go back up top, get in their helicopter. Stone chases them out. She realizes she has no way down from here, so she runs and chases. She's able to jump right off the edge of the blimp as it's blowing up and catch the bottom of the rope that they're climbing up. She climbs up to Kaya, kind of tussles with her for a sec up there, but then cuts the rope up above her so Kaya and stone are free falling thousands of feet in the air they get in a little fight but then Kaya gets knocked out stone catches her grabs her wraps up pulls her chute and they fall into the senegal desert from there they have to trek their way out they have a little chat uh while they're in the desert stone's like why are you doing this you silly, silly goose. Yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing? And Kay is like... You've got so much talent. I'm trying to make the world a better place. Oh, gosh. Everyone's trying to make the world a better place. Just stop, guys. The world's <laughs> fine. That's, yeah. I, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah. 100% joking, guys. <laughs> just so you're aware. But it is funny how in every movie it's like... You gotta have the, the villains, the villains trying, trying to make to, the world yeah. a better place, which does make for a better villain. But typically, they have a more complicated plan than just "I'm trying to make the world a better place." <laughs> but she's like a sub-villain, which is makes sense. True. But then some random lady just picks him up in the desert. Yeah, this lady like, just comes out of nowhere in her little, little uh, weird truck thing. And Stone's and, like, "I got it. I'm gonna take this guy's car." And then this just this like local lady's like. What the heck are y'all doing out here? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember if it's subbed and she's speaking her own language, but that's for sure the vibe. It's she just is. like she's like speaking French. Yeah, and she's yeah. just like, "What are y'all? What are y'all up to out here? Just get in the car. Let's go." <laughs> like she's she's just like, "You guys are crazy. You shouldn't be out here. I'm gonna save you." And it seems like she's a nice lady. Yeah, she does. It does seem suspicious though. Yeah, it's weird. So they drive back into this lady's town, uh, just Podunk town, east east of the coast or on the coast of Senegal. Uh, then, bam! Shot fires through the back of the vehicle. Stone takes off running. She's getting chased away. Uh, Kaya and the old lady are just chilling. Parker has showed up with a bunch of goons. They chase they the ch- goon squad. <laughs> They chase Stone through the fields. Stone reaches the coast. She jumps off a, a cliff and lands in the water. Uh, meanwhile, Parker walks over to the lady, and she's like, I'll take my money now. And he's like, nope. Bang. Dead. 
Oh, shoots Parker. Her, shoots her right in front of Kaya. So now, at this point, Kaya is starting to get an idea of, like, all right, Parker is not a good dude. Stone's actually pretty chill. Yeah. Parker <laughs> just murdered a lady. Yep. <laughs> when he could have just paid her a little bit of money. Yeah. Man, it would have been fine. Like, they clearly have money. I mean, <laughs> she's not asking for a lot. <laughs> Maybe a lot for her, but, yeah. yeah. I mean, for him, no, it's not a lot. Stone wakes up on a beach uh, and down the beach side walks this random lady another stranger walks over she's like been a long time nine stone's like good to see you six. Ooh, it's the six of hearts shows up saves her meanwhile Kaya and parker fly over to iceland uh jack and nomad back at uh, their new HQ. They go to a different HQ they, yeah, for some Chage, reason. Well, because the old one got compromised. Right. So they're at a new HQ underground bunker. Uh, they're trying to do what they can to to help out Stone. They figure out that Parker's going to Iceland, so they they give him the tip off where they're headed. Oh, Stone had placed a tracker on Kaya too. Oh, okay. I uh, forgot about that. So they follow the tracker to Iceland. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they get there, the, one of the other t- uh, squads, the clubs, uh, shows up. And the king of clubs is there. He goes in with his squad to uh, track down Kaya in this building. They're apparently at, like, the University of uh, whatever. Of Phoenix. Uh, yeah, Reykjavik. Reykjavik. I don't know if they're in Reykjavik. Yeah. <laughs> it's whatever like that. the Icelandic word you know, is. Iceland. Yeah, <laughs> the University of Iceland. Yeah, in University the- of Sigurros. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the whole hit team shows up. And Stone is there. Stone gets there right after the team. So they have gone into this underground area where the tracker is. Stone shows up, but as she shows up, she gets a phone call from Kaya. Mm -hmm. And at this point, uh, Kaya has seen what Parker has done, having the heart. He has the heart for a minute. And he is already like, and we're going to kill every member of the charter. (laughs) And she's like, that is not what we talked about doing. And he's like, yeah, but we're going to do that, obviously. And then we're just going to kill anyone who's kind of a problem. And she's like, oh, no. <laughs> this is not what I had intended when I was talking about making the world a better place. <laughs> so Kaya calls Stone. She's gained a conscience. And she's like, all right, I have uh, placed a whatever, a disinhibitor on the heart that is only coded to me. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hide I'm going to give you my location. You get here and help me fight Parker. Uh, Save me, Obi-Wan. You're yeah, my only hope. Exactly. But Wait. right after <laughs> she makes the call. Boom. Boom. The entire building blows up and collapses on the entire club's team. And it blows Stone away. She's in a van. The van rolls. Uh, the dude that was in there with her uh, is dead, uh, and she she's out of luck. But she knows that Kaya might be telling the truth. So she calls Nomad, tells Nomad that this is their only chance. Nomad tells her that she has 50 minutes to get there and take Parker down, or else they're going to die inside the bunker because the heart has shut down, has locked them into the bunker and shut down the filtration, the air filtration system. So they are going to run out of air. So the countdown has begun. 58 minutes. Yeah. So Stone has to hop on a motorcycle, drive across the city, wherever, through the countryside, 
uh she gets in a fight with the other like secondhand man behind parker he's just some assassin dude they get a fight in a fight on the motorcycles uh stone shows up to this other lab she sneaks in sees kaya sees parker kaya kaya left the back door open for her yeah she left the back door open she told her that too she's like a coding term but also like a real thing that exists in the world uh kaya brings parker into the little area where the heart is then stone pops out parker and her get in a big old fight kaya kind of hops in tries to help where she can uh it doesn't doesn't look great for them for a little bit but they're able to take parker down stone shoots him it's about that climactic as well. <laughs> <laughs> they fight for a little bit. It seems like it's a problem. I thought it was going to be like, oh, through the power of teamwork, but it's it's kind of not. It kind of was. That's what Stone when she's she's like, I'll have one thing you'll never have, backup. Oh yeah, and then <laughs> she so- hits him in the back with something. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Yep. So it is through the power of teamwork. It is. <laughs> yeah, because Power uh, Ranger unite. <laughs> The most powerful element of all, heart. <laughs> What's that show? The, where they have the rings, and then they like link the rings together? It's, um... Oh, my gosh. I'll look that up. You tell more of the plot. Oh, jeez. The universe? Mr. Universe? Um, no. Anyway, they fight Parker, kill him. Stone shoots him a couple times. He has some words with her as he's dying. He's like, I'll see you in the next life. Uh, and she's like, okay, see you there. And it was kind of like weirdly intimate mm-hmm. after like the big old fight. You're like, okay, that's interesting. But then they're able to get the heart, put it back online for good. They're able to save the whole hearts team in the underground bunker, get them some air. From there, Kaya gets put in prison, uh, but she is willing to be in prison because of her deeds and she recognizes that she has to face her consequences stone shows up and she's like i've made a deal you can be part of my team it's captain planet captain planet I <laughs> he was like, controls mr. the power of heart yeah, yeah. mr universe i was <laughs> yeah. close but yeah so she's at jail she's like all right well this is how it is and then stone's like what does she say she i don't want to like, butcher it She's like, I have, I, I said I'll continue to work for the charter, uh, but under two conditions, and one condition is that uh, they don't use the heart. Oh, that she gets to like, she doesn't have to follow what the heart right, says. Right. Yeah. She can. Uh, yeah. So like, if she wants to save her team, she can do it without having to get in trouble for it. Yep. And the other condition is that Kaya works with her, right? Yep. Yeah. She gets a teammate. Yeah. So Kaya joins the team. And then they go out on a job. Yep. With, ends, uh, ends with them on a mission. Jack is there, right? Yep. Jack and Kay and her. Yep. Bing, bang, boom. There we you go. It. That's Heart of Stone, That's folks. I like snack. <laughs> I like Stone. This one. Yeah, so that was the movie. Um, very action Very action heavy. Action heavy, which is great. It was great. Got it was a lot of. Kicked a lot of butt. Yeah, there's a lot of pros and cons to the movie, and I think we'll get into those in this next segment that I like to call Dunker Defend. Dunker Defend. 
Um, yeah, Dunk or Defend. This yep. is the part of the show where Joe and I do not know what the other person is going to do, and uh, we count down and we say we're going to either dunk or defend. We're probably each going to share a little dunk, a little defense, but generally we're going to go with like what we decide to do is going to be what the primary feeling about the movie is. And this is also judging it on how well does it do what it's trying to do. Right. It's less based off of how we felt about the movie, like not as much how much we enjoyed it, but more so did the movie achieve its goal within the universe that it exists. All right. Three, two, one. Defend. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to dunk on this movie. Um, You go first. I will go first. (laughs) I tried to conceal it because there was definitely a, a fair amount of joy that I had during the first parts of this movie. But it's clear they're trying to set Gal Gadot up as James Bond. And she clearly has been taking acting classes. She's still got a ways to go, but she's been doing better, and that's exciting. Um, And she did well. You know, there's some roles she does really well in, but if she has to stretch much, I find that some of her behavior isn't like very compelling, and I did see that with this movie. I saw moments where I was like, I totally buy this, and I saw moments where I was like, all right, come on, you're losing me a little bit here. Um, but particularly, it was that there were some like kind of ridiculous plot holes, like the fact that she's with Parker the whole time, and the heart doesn't pick it up. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Um, even though they have facial recognition of like various things, like it's supposed to be this crazy supercomputer that can do all these things. Not to but mention, I don't know, it's it... supposed to be on, like that's the whole point is that it's not supposed to be hackable. But then they get the that thing in there and it creates like a back door that like they're able to hack when they want to bring the ship down which is like the supercomputer if it can really predict everything as well as it has been predicting like that didn't feel real to me mm-hmm. i didn't like they glossed over the i didn't like that they just like glossed over the um the way she got back up the mountain at the beginning mm-hmm. um i got kind of bored with her just, like, going toe-to-toe with Jamie Dornan, I think, like, it's not totally unbelievable that she could beat him, but it's a little difficult to believe, considering that he's also incredibly well-trained. Like, when well-trained women just take out mobs of men, I'm like, that makes sense. But when, like, well-trained women take out well-trained men with 40 pounds on them, like, it's just tough to beat. Like, it's just tough to take that seriously. Well, yeah, but you, she isn't able to the first time they fight is part of that, too. No, she is. She takes him down whole cloth. Not in the blimp. Oh, that's true. In the blimp yeah. fight, he it, takes... It like, kind of goes back and forth. It goes back yeah. and forth, but he ends up winning that fight. Okay. And in the end, she has to have Kaya's help. That does help a little bit. Yeah. Um. The other thing was the villain sucked. I thought he was all right, but then... When he killed the lady in the town, that was what got it to to dunk territory, mm. because it's like not only like this guy is like just showing like he's showing his cards that he's evil, and like doesn't actually have a good plan. Like his plan, once he gets the heart, is like I'm gonna kill the I'm gonna kill the charter, but he doesn't have like a a world domination plan. He doesn't have like a let's you know take out all these corrupt governments plan but that's kind of how they set it up the whole time and so that that really didn't land for me and it made me when he got it and just started like basically just isolate like pushed 
what Kao away by being wildly evil very quickly. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh come on, man! Like you have to know people a little yeah. bit, and You're it not just doing, not, not doing enough to get Kao on your side. Yeah, it's just not a strong, like not strong villain territory. Hmm. And then the other dunk that I have, this is more of a personal thing, and it's it's probably crass to talk about, but I think that it would have been fitting for Gal Gadot to bulk up for this role. And she is just way skinny. Like, skinnier than she's ever been. Like, she bulked up a little bit for Wonder Woman, and it was great. But she's just, like, she is just skin and bones, man. She looked pretty buff in the desert scene. I In the desert scene, she looks, I, I mean, you can see her shoulders, like, like protruding, like, but not her shoulder muscles. Like, you can see her, like, clavicle. And I was just like, dude, that's a that uh, you gotta gain some weight, man. Like you need to put on like five to ten pounds of fat and like fifteen pounds of muscle. Like if you're gonna be bo- believable as James Bond spy, like it's not even just a. It should, yeah, it's like if if we had Michael Sarah as our James Bond spy, or even like you know Harry Potter as our James Bond five spy before he's been beefed up. Like, it would be tough. Like, you'd be like, dude, this guy needs to be beefier. And, like, even our pets going to be Batman. Like, you put on a ton of weight because you need to be beefier. Like you, And a girl's not going to have to do as – not going to have to be as beefy. But, like, if you look at Scarlett Johansson, like, she doesn't look skinny. She looks fit and strong. And I think that that's something that was kind of overlooked. And I think even Gal Gadot and Wonder Woman looked strong. And I think here she just I don't I don't know what's going on. Hmm. She just doesn't. So that was a bummer for me. Overall, I thought this movie was kind of fun. I liked some of the action. I thought that the idea of the heart was really interesting. I thought the idea of that the organization was also very interesting. Like I liked their code names and I liked the idea of like a secret sub like government program, but I've been dunking a lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> I defended a- four brothers. Oh, for the kill. Yeah. Would you say? You're out for the kill. Yeah, I don't know. I just this movie. I'm sick of Netflix making subpar movies. <laughs> so I think I'm a little bit. Just about cranking it. them out because they can make money, bro. Yep. But so that's that's where I'm at. I don't think it accomplished what it was trying to do. I think it was trying to make a new Ethan Hunt or a new James Bond, and she just doesn't have. And not just because of the performance, like the performance was good. I think I think she did a good job, but I think mostly because of the writing, like. It doesn't quite work. Okay. Shaq just Joe. went in for the dunk. Yeah, dunked Sha- on it. Shaquille, O'Hur- Shaquille O'Hurt. Yep. All right, here's my defense. My defense is that despite it being a bit of a retelling of Ethan Hunt or James Bond, I think it was great that it was a woman in the lead role. That is kind of what they were going for, was mm-hmm. trying to redefine the genre with a woman in the lead spy role. And I thought Gal Gadot was great for that. I think she did a good job. Uh, she did a good job convincing her team that she was not uh, mm-hmm. a part of the charter. Like she did a good, good job being undercover as well as Parker did a really good job of uh, making it seem like he was a good guy mm-hmm. at first, too. 
like he did a really good good job of hiding his intentions when he shot Yang and Bailey. I was shocked. I was shocked. That's I was true. definitely taken off guard. That. that was totally unexpected to me. I was like, "What the heck?" I think the brilliant writing there is like I say, brilliant about this movie. I think the the brilliant part of this like that reveal is that he's clearly scoping her out because she th- he thinks she's part of the charter, but the sexual tension is there, and the the like underlying theme of she can't have connections is there from the charter, mm-hmm. and so you really do believe like. He likes her, and she's trying to like keep a healthy distance, and so it like really subverts. It really hides the fact that he's also the bad guy. Yeah. So I appreciated that. That was good. That I'm was glad good, you brought that up. Yeah, that was a good twist. Uh, I loved a lot of the action. I love the uh, falling scene. Any free falling scene that was sick. is just always so badass. That first they her going down the mountain was sick. And, like, yeah, yeah, going down the mountain was dope, too. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat, that was a great fight scene. Um, the uh, the heart was a very cool idea. I will say that is kind of a dunk of mine is just how on the, just how hot topic that is these days. Mm-hmm. You've got Mission Impossible that had that. You've got the Citadel TV show. Have you watched Citadel at all? Yeah, no. Citadel is, like, exactly that. Okay. Storyline is just having this AI uh, god eye that is supposed to be able to help them out a ton, but then can get hacked. Fast franchise did it first. Yes. Yeah. Same (laughs) with fast. Right. So it's just kind of a hot topic thing right now. So that was a little like, okay, here we go. We get another 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 AI. Oh, are we in a multiverse too? Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Not yet. Maybe the next one. Yeah. It's like, come on. Uh, but overall, my defense is that I think for a lead female action movie with a uh, good enough plot and mm-hmm. fun, fun action, it it passed the passed the bar for what it was trying to do. All right, I respect that. I would give that I would give that a level of a movie I didn't super love. I would give that level of past the bar defense. To like Black Widow, but I wouldn't to this one, hmm. which a lot of people didn't even, like Black Widow. I haven't even watched Black Widow. Okay, yeah, yeah. I can't say. But I think that they they did the the female lead better. I I, I think. But I mean, that's a, it's something you got to figure out. And I do like that. I think the big problem is they made her just like coded as like a man almost through all the fight scenes until the very last one. And so like you get like intensity, 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 and then it like kind of drops off a little bit, but I don't know. That's how I felt. I felt that it was fairly anticlimactic. I mean, we definitely knew what was going to happen. Like yeah. it is, it's very predictable, but. Especially but her catching I, that blimp was dope. Yeah. Like I guess it was predi- predictable in the, second half mm-hmm. like that twist with with parker was unexpected but the, the rest of the yeah how everything's gonna go down you're like okay she's gonna succeed at getting the heart back somehow i i see why you did i respect the opinion i lost it lost me after let's just go to the next segment actually <laughs> you want to do the quarter mile? mile time i think we've i think we've rung this dry all right so what is the quarter mile time joe quarter mile time is our ranking based off of this season's uh, family 
based off of fast one if your quarter mile time is 10 seconds that is great amazing standard for a car that dom's willing to take from you in a pink slave (laughs) race it's very good so 10 seconds is great outstanding even 20 seconds is very poor 10 minutes is absolute trash Mm -hmm. there you go yeah so i loved this movie until they got off the blimp and then it just lost me progressively Hmm. and loved i mean i i saw the flaws but i was just like all right that's fine yeah having fun with it yep and then yeah when they got off the blimp it really seemed to take a nosedive for me um i think mostly just jamie dorn dornan as like serious straight man like quiet is cool but like as brooding villain he's not charismatic enough to carry that if i really actually go as far as i can you know down this road to like overlook as much as i can i think those are the critical things for me like he he just doesn't he doesn't quite carry it i think uh when he when we start to see him as a villain and so for that reason uh i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it a 17 not my lowest score but i couldn't i tried a couple times to watch it again this week and it like bothered me wow there you go okay i'll give it a uh Hmm. I'm going to give it a 15. 15? Yeah. Right down the middle. Right down the middle. I Good, not great. Yeah, good, not great. I enjoyed watching it a lot. I enjoyed a lot of the action. Mostly the action is what I enjoyed. I thought it was very fun to watch Gal Gadot kick ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked some of the character interactions. There was some good dialogue. Uh, I liked... I like Jamie Dornan being able to have his actual accent, his Irish accent. That's, mm-hmm. that's pretty dope. Um, the twist was good. Twist was good. Twist twist got, helped me out. And, yeah. All right. It was, I'd watch it again in a year. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. If it came on, I'm not saying I would never watch it again if it was on or if it was like, you know, I'm sick or something. I bet I could find something better. But just watching it this quickly, I was like, oh. It's too much, um, but yeah, it was it was good. Well, I mean, for you it was good. <laughs> for me, it was like mid, mid to not great. Yeah, freaking um, freaking dunk master over here. I'm sorry, man. I did not going care for this hard movie. tonight. I didn't care for it. And it, Gal Gadot, by the, I love you. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Gal Gadot is very pretty. Um, Beautiful, in fact. I, that is it for the show, correct? Yeah, I think that's that's uh, that's about We've all we solved it. That's all um, we got. Thank you so much for listening to Blockbuster Buffs. Uh, this is produced by the All Days Off Network of podcasts. Feel free to listen to our other shows. Right now, we just have All Days Off, so uh, that shows. Those are both available on Apple and Spotify. Stick with us. Share with your friends. Um, follow us on Instagram. We'll probably get TikToks and stuff going soon as well if we don't already have them by the time this is released. Thank you so much. See you next week. See ya.